My name is Andrew Joe. I have no account weapon. And I am not movie mad. My name is Johnny Ellis. And you are? I'm movie mad. Are you movie mad? Indeed. Ooh, oh, we are doing the French version of a podcast. Why? I do. Is no, it French? I, no. Huh? No, this is just me being bored and my voice is hot. Again, we are through. This is a hot summer. It's Fucking been three, boiling four me. weeks now. I don't know if it's actually going to rain again. I feel like we are stuck in a desert. Like and in a desert, they can't remember your name. Oh, my God. No right, let's just get this over and done with. What film are you watching? We're watching Coraline. All right, we'll be back in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> for the director of Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Be careful what you wish for. What do you know about Coraline, then? Because this Buttons one you actually fries. wanted. Buttons for eyes. Oh, okay. Right, I didn't know you know that much. That's uh, interesting. But I don't know why. Because it's a creepy look. But why does it have buttons for eyes? Because it's a creepy Because she doesn't have buttons there. No. So what makes her have buttons for eyes? That's the journey. Yeah. You know, in uh, the Darjeeling Limited, where Owen Wilson had the thing accident already, and mm. also the buttons for eyes. <laughs> Where's Alison was doing some real creepy stuff back in the day. Can I look at he the was... back? Or is it... I mean, don't look at the plot synopsis, I no, would suggest, the as ever. Look at the pictures, have fun, read the Yay, back. pictures. Read the 3D. Oh, it's set in a circus of some sort. dum 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 Afro circus. Lead to scenes making Coraline voicing the characters creepy Coraline. Creepy Coraline. Feature commentary. Ooh, this is Henry Seller coming to move it. Terry Hatcher. Jennifer Saunders. You know Terry Hatcher. She was I... a Bond girl from Tomorrow Never Dies. She was Jonathan Price's wife in Tomorrow Never Dies. She was also, oh, I guess, yeah, yeah. Lois Lane from the Dean Cain Adventures yeah. of Lois and Superman. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh, Jennifer Saunders and Dawn French. Oh, yeah. No, it's very obvious who they play. And Ian McShane. Ian McShane. Neil Gaiman. Okay. Magneto, not me, no. No, wrong Ian. No, Magneto, not me, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lovejoy. Um, Go suck a cocky Be careful lucky. what you wish for. So, does um, she wish for buttons as eyes? Oh, we all wish for buttons for eyes. How does she wish for something that, cha- that turns her into a button-eyed freak? Does she wish Listen. to be dead and then... Go into the afterlife, and then she's got buttons for eyes because her eyes can't take. I them. used to know Butter Night Joe a long time ago. Where'd he come from? Where'd he go? Where'd he come from? Butter Night Joe. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, so you, ch- you chose this. This one you actually I chose this ages ago. Yeah, you man. chose this ages ago. We, we, yeah. we did a list, and we're slowly going through it. You can't do one a week and then claim it's taken so long. Forever, man. Because we do one a week. Ridiculous. Monomichi. Why did you want to watch this? Um, it's just been one that's on my been on my list for ages, and I oh, think. Oh well, it's... your kiss is on my list. <laughs> I think it's the only Leica. Is it Leica? Leica. Yeah. Leica. I think you it's the only like Australian Leica. I think it's the only Leica. Leica. I haven't watched yet. That's fair. So I was like, when Box. So Trolls you've done came Box Trolls and Paranorman. Yeah, we saw Paranorman together. And Kubo. Yeah. And the two strings. Yes. <laughs> Never um, forget. So I, I saw that is all in order, and I was like, I think even when I when I saw uh, Paranorman, I was like, maybe I should check out Coraline, and I just haven't, never got around to it. And then I mentioned it to you one day, and you were like, all right, we'll add it to the list, and then yeah. I was trapped, because I couldn't watch it on my own. But you get to watch it in 3D, as it was always meant to be seen. Mm-hmm. You've seen the like of films in 3D. Yeah. They do gorgeous 3D work. Yeah, I I can take or leave 3D, in all honesty. Leica are amazing at doing 3D. Doesn't matter. There is life breathing in every frame, even more so when it reaches out before you. I don't, you. I feel like There 3D, are shots in Coraline that will just astound you. I, th- I feel like 3D doesn't really work amazingly for me. I'll be interested to see how you do with Coraline. It was one of the ones I saw in 3D in the cinema. I was like, wow! The only, the only film that's properly worked for me in 3D? Gravity. In yeah. IMAX 3D. Just oh, that's boring. Oh, no. It, I, I watched Gravity in regular 3D. I thought, yeah, no, nah, not really interesting. Did you see it in IMAX? Why would I go and see it in IMAX? I got a free ticket. Because IMAX 3D was That just... is expensive. I know, it's expensive. For a film that who gives a shit about. 
But like everyone was going on about it at the time, weren't they? Everyone was going on about it, and I watched it and thought, "Oh, this is an experience. It's not a film. I don't want to see it again." That's why I made sure to see it in IMAX. Whereas I saw Dunkirk in IMAX because it was a great film on top of being an intense experience. Had both things going for it. Did you see it in IMAX first? No. I went to the super screen first. Complained that they didn't show it in the right aspect ratio because even though it was on a flat uh, DCP, they should have expanded the gate to bring it out more, which was the intention Warner Brothers and Chris Nolan sent out to. Things, yeah. but the manager was like, "No, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a flat DCP." So I paid extra money to see it small, the wankers. It's ridiculous. Yeah, the guy who manages the O2, a bit of a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Why did you actually speak to him? I found him because oh, he was right. there on the day. It was a big day. Mm. And I caught him and asked him, and he's like, "Yeah, it's a flat DCP. It's just how it is." I explained, "No, there's black bars on top of bomb. We're meant to expand the gate. No, it's a flat DCP. That's what Warner's gave us. That's what we do." Warner's also gave him fucking instructions you can't so then I went to see the BFI IMAX and I went to see it at the cinema IMAX as well just to see the oh, laser right. version because I always had time to kill at that point and I was yeah. like yeah cool and both times fantastic yeah oh, yeah I think I saw it in IMAX in uh, Leicester Square it's a great film I've uh, I've got a front row ticket for IMAX in Leicester Square for Fight Fest that's gonna be I don't know why you go to that screen. That's the thing. That's that screen. I'm pretty sure the IMAX screen is the main screen. Yeah, I know, but yeah. it's the idea of those screens because if they are projecting it as far across wide as yeah. possible, you're going to see a real blowout on the D- on the 2K. Yeah. Because a lot of those, a lot of horror films, spoiler alert, cheap. Yeah. So there'll be a lot of digital artifacts and compression problems. Even at a high level, as they might try and do, you will see like, oh, it's blotchy. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. I mean, you know the O2. <laughs> the advert up at the O2 oh, at the O2 is yeah. reprehensibly done um, I'm going to try and see something at the IMAX yeah. in Leicester Square in the very seat that I've booked just to see what it's like I remember the first time I went to that place yeah. when it opened up again it was a press screening for Guardians of the Galaxy oh, right. and we could sit anywhere we want yeah. uh, and a friend took me it was 10 in the morning and the security guard looked at us and said as we are coming and checked our bags and stuff I said uh, word of advice don't sit on the first ten rows. You're gonna hurt your neck. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but right. like, you sat halfway through. It's like better. I've sat on the front row at the IMAX Waterloo Ooh. many a time. Gosh. For Lord of the Rings All Nighters, and I can be absolutely fine with it. So oh, that's weird. Yeah, because it was like, it wasn't the full screen. It was thirty five mil. Yeah, but I don't know, it's, it takes getting used to. I guess yeah. I, I weirdly sat at the back of a cinema the other day. Because I went to see, uh, let's talk about, uh, everyone's talking about Jamie. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. The uh, West India. Right. And I saw someone at the front row. I figured, oh, it's also two and a bit hours long. Yeah. And I want to have some experience. I was sitting at the back and hide away from everyone. Yeah, and no one had their phones out for most of it. Although the person who sat right in front of me had his cap on the entire fucking time. Why do I, every time I go and see a musical, if it's Book of Mormon or that, it's someone's in front of me who's doing a wanky job. <laughs> Why do I get the shit? Also, Jamie's rubbish, by the way. Is it? Yeah. Like three good songs, everything else. I was watching it as I was watching it. I was thinking, I know Mark Herbert and Warp Films are going to make a movie of this. They've announced oh. that. I was thinking, oh, you can cut that song, you can cut that song down. Uh, two, lo- two lyrics from that song are important, everything else is trash. Oh, th- I- I've heard this song five times before in different musicals. Yeah, this is going nowhere. This is a supplemental character that's not important. Why is this character getting nothing and this character's getting everything? And then by the end of it, it's like, uh, no, you- you've-, you've written this show all wrong. I can punch this show up in two days. Um, <laughs> well, I'm not smug or anything It's just embarrassing When you watch a musical That's half good Speaking of musical Yeah Does Coraline have any musical it has numbers? Mu- it has numbers Does it? Not necessarily musical numbers Well they're a bit musical I was thinking Bits and pieces Set in the circus Maybe there's like At least one Yes uh, There's one Ladies thing in which gents, uh, This is the moment You've waited for You beat me to it Didn't you yeah. You little fucker Sorry <laughs> Yeah you won't believe That Hugh Jackman's The only live action character For this whole piece <laughs> Coraline wishes to be a bearded lady. I don't know if that was implied. I've heard that this is really, really creepy. And it really sits with you. Like, do you... Did a child tell you that? Did a baby tell you that? If you did, baby, you're a big baby. It's not not really, like, super creepy. I mean, it's a PG. Yeah. Contains mild threat and scary scenes and one uses of mild language. But is it... The the button thing, does it... Is it not like... People don't like eye stuff. (laughs) Like, you know... Shiver down your spine, sort of stuff. I mean, yeah. Sure, who cares? Not affected you, no. No, I mean... The guy who doesn't like horror movies, it's not affected you. The, the scariest thing I've seen recently, a couple of weeks ago I saw Leave No Trace, <laughs> and there's two scenes in which uh, the main character 
hangs out with someone who's got a beehive. Right. And she says, yeah, oh, they won't sting you because they won't feel a threat. So put your hand over it. Fine. We just watch this girl just have bees collecting in her hands and just hanging around with her. That free- I had to look away. <laughs> I had to look away. Twice they do this. It's like, fuck you, film. I'm trying to watch you, but you're giving me more anxiety than I did when I was watching ghost stories. The, one, the thing I watched recently that or, made me... Or... <laughs> thing I watched recently that made me want to turn you, away. And I was actually hiding behind my knees. I had my knees You had your knees like, Oh, my God. Um, audition. The final act of audition. It's just like... Takeshi Miyake. Or is this the audition, as in the Mr. Show sketch, the audition? <laughs> Which is pretty insane itself. Is it set? Is it based on audition? It's based exactly on audition. Is it? Made years before. Uh, right. uh, no, I thought maybe it was like the um, David Cross thing with uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers. Did not take that name in vain. Well, that was 20 years before. That wasn't 20 years before. Okay, well, t- well when was Jeepers, when was Jeepers, Jesus Christ? Jesus Christ Superstar was 1973. Yeah, and Mr. Show, that was, what, 94? Oh, right. oh, right. I thought you meant Jesus Christ Superstar was 20 years before Jeepers Creepers. That's what I'm saying. Oh, right. As in Jeepers Creepers the sketch, not Jeepers yeah. Creepers the uh, film series made by a paedophile. Right, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm very intrigued by... Uh, can we Colorado. talk about Audition again a little bit then? Okay. I, I never bothered to watch. I've read the synopsis, of course, right. but it's just like those kind of films don't. I never want to put myself yeah. through. What did it? What? What did it? What did what? What did it in the th- start of the third act that made you go, get to go what? She starts torturing this guy and she's like poking pins for him and stuff and she's, she cuts his ear off. Piano wire, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I, it was just, it showed too much and I was literally oh, just like, Oh, wait, ah. it's a Kashi Miyake film, showed too much? Yeah. What insanity is that? What else has he done? Everything, he made like 100 films. Oh, right. He's a violent man, he's a sociopath mm. when he makes films. Also he made a bunch of kids films as well. I think he did an Ace Attorney movie hmm. at one point. You know, the uh, Nintendo character. Have you ever seen uh, Gaspar Noé films? I've seen Enter the Void. Oh, Have you got any? No, God, no. no. Would never own them. Why not? They're fucking awful. Oh, really? I've seen Love. That was wretched. What about Irreversible? Oh, yeah, I never watched Irreversible. I heard about it. I was like, you know, I don't need to do that in my life. Because there's a Gaspar Noé film at uh, Fight Fest. Climax. Yeah. The final film. I feel like I should The watch... closing film. I feel like I should watch his others before I see you. Good for you. I would never join you for that. No? He's a shot provocateur. He's a uh, he's an enfant terrible, is his intention. He always wants to shock and provoke people rather than have anything to say. He wants to see how far he can push things and make people angry for it. According, did you see what uh, Sophie Botella said? No. After the can reaction to Climax. Yeah. Because he, you know, love didn't get a good reaction. He was kind right. of, I think he was hurt by that because he was trying to make it his most romantic film. <laughs> Right. I'd say this one was meant to be like, you're going to be so disgusted and horrified and you're going to hate this one. And everyone's like, this is really good. And he was fucking annoyed. <laughs> he was fucking annoyed that people liked this one. Oh, that was his thing. Wonderful. Yeah, what a cunt. <laughs> it's like him and Lars von Trier where they just try and set out to see how far they can push things simultaneously. And just like, you know what? Don't. I mean, Why don't we make um, a good film? What was the last Lars von Trier film? Nymphomaniac. Volume 1 and Volume 2. Yeah. I liked that. Uh, Actually, had a story. Yeah. Characters I cared for. Stella. Yeah. Uncle Stella, his fly fishing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I don't know. The other Jamie Bell and his whipping. Much of a story. Christian Slater in the ship. Yeah. Well, I'm Defoe and Spider Man. I'm gonna fuck you, Spider Man. Give me pictures on that. I want Spider Man on page six and page nine. Give me him over here for Gov- Great Goblin. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah, last one for Spider Man. Yeah. A lot of it is just him not even swinging his web, just shooting web at people. <laughs> and just like, ah, why do we do this? Ah, Spider Man, you gotta help. Someone's trying to destroy New York. Fuck it. <laughs> We're all gonna die sometime. And then Melancholia fucking destroys everybody. And Kiefer Sutherland's just screaming, damn it. Uh, kill them, kill them all. Kiefer. No. Are you gonna see the house that Jack built then? Yes. Matt Dillon's new movie. Yes. Why? Why not? This is the last one true. I just explained why. Yeah. Try, I'll give every film a try. You give every film a try? Yeah. Well, what do you think about Swimming with Men? 
from the director, as um, as noted in the trailer, from the director of Johnny English Returns and Dad's Army. That's their selling point. I haven't seen it, but I'm. I'm but you've seen Dad's Army, so yeah. you know what it's going to be like. I'm going to see it. Right? See swimming, swimming with men. Okay. Have you seen it? No. Right? No. I like it's from Bob the director Biden. of Dad's Army. Bob Biden's fun. Yeah, it's from the director of Dad's Army. I thought Toby Jones was fun. I like Bill Nye. He's my he's he's a science guy. <laughs> <laughs> well oh, Christmas is all around you. Oh, did you see? Uh, I don't know who. I think it was GQ, right? Or Esquire or someone though did a video with Hugh Grant recently. No. Hugh Grant looking at all of his iconic roles. Right. And it's so much, gosh, uh, so much of this was, uh, so yes, so uh, Richard told me, Richard Curtis, of course, told me, uh, I should uh, just try and be a bit more uh, awkward about this, so I did. Uh, this film I did, um, Notting Hill, where I tried to be a bit different from everything else. Uh, I wanted to, I did want to go back into that same character again, of course, and uh, got, uh, um, then, then I decided, then I got very drunk and actually just did the same character again. <laughs> Love, actually. Oh, I was very embarrassed doing the dancing. I wanted to make sure it was something different than anything else I've done in my career, and then I didn't bother and I did the same thing again. <laughs> So what That's what he says like four times over, oh. and then it gets to Cloud Atlas. He goes, "I want to do something different." Uh, they gave me uh, a cannibal from the future. I was like, I, "I don't know how I can do this." Then I got into makeup and just did it. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> and then he complains about Phoenix Buchanan being basically him. Like, yeah, it is. It's oh, adorable. I, I love you. He's so good. He's so wonderful oh, and lovely. You, oh. you just gave me vertigo. <laughs> you know what? It's a beautiful day. <sighs> Oh, bloody Sunday. I have a feeling this is going to be set uh, mainly in nighttime. It's going to be her loss in the afterlife or something, and she's going to be finding her it's way Beetlejuice. back to her family. Okay. No, oh, it's like it's... Spirited Away. I was thinking more uh, Coco. I gave you two good films, mm-hmm. and you give me Coco. I don't even remember that film. Remember me. I don't. It. It. I started I, as soon as the film finished. It kind of fapped into, it fapped into mid air like Thanos had turned the switch. <laughs> Mr. Lasseter, I don't feel so good. <laughs> but I do. Oh <laughs> well, John Lasseter is now just a fat guy with a cigar. <laughs> hey, come over here, Toots. Toots story. That's what I should call you. Get in my cars three. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> They call me Mr. Potato Head because I just give you potato head. <laughs> Don't know even what that means. What could that mean? It doesn't mean that. anything. His favourite film is Cars of the films he made. Fuck him. <laughs> he said that in front of people. A kid asked him at, bolt, at a bolt screening, what's your favourite film you've made? He says, Cars. Cars is fun. He's, no, Cars is terrible. Life is a highway. I'm going to ride it all night long, yes, but it's terrible. Uh, no, they switched out Jeremy Piffin with Jeremy Clarkson. Who does that? I don't watch Entourage so I can hear racist thoughts. I watch Entourage so I can hear misogynist thoughts. There's a difference. A very clear difference. <laughs> they love every woman of different races. It doesn't matter what race, as long as they're women, they'll fuck them. And then they'll say they're useless and they're bitches. That's what Entourage is about. It's inclusivity. Oh my god. Is this an episode of Yellen by Ellen? Everyone comes to look at HBO's hit no. comedy, Entourage, by Bryce Farbrose. No. No? Well, what episode is this then? Are you movie man? Fuck, oh, we're doing movies. Okay, Coral. Well, Entourage made a movie. No. I can get in 4K HDR. We can watch that. No, shall we watch Coraline? That's, no, it's not 4K Let's HDR. Watch okay. It's in 3D. Coraline Jones always dreamed of finding a better world. exciting than this uh-huh. but never did she imagine that she'd discover it in her own home a parallel place we've been waiting for you Coraline where parents are always fun I love your garden can't believe you did this and everything is so good It just can't be real. Mom? You're just in time for supper, dear. You're not my mother. My mother doesn't have... B-b-b-buttons? Do you like them? I'm your other mother, silly. You probably think this world is a dream come true. My name! 
but you're wrong. You do like it here, don't you, Coraline? You could stay here forever. There's one tiny little thing we need to do. Black is traditional. <gasps> She's got this whole world where everything's better, but it's all a trap. You may come out when you've learned to be a loving daughter. From Henry Selick, the director of The Nightmare Before Christmas, comes a world of extraordinary imagination. Spooky secrets. Who are you? You're in terrible danger, girl. And daring discoveries. I still have to find my parents to set them free. This year, when adventure comes knocking, choo, choo. <laughs> there are some doors that should never be opened. Written for the screen and directed by Henry Selleck. Presented in Real D3D. Has your grandmother ever told you you're not allowed to go to the Pink Palace? <laughs> every day. Every, every day. Yeah. She calls you up and says, you know what? Don't go in that Pink Palace. Maybe I like the Brown Palace. Who knows? Uh, that's fine. <laughs> it's pride, after all. It doesn't matter. It's <laughs> fine as it is. Um, we don't keep shame and Coraline. That was fucking terrifying. That was... That was Henry Selleck, that was... as you'd expect from Henry Selleck. Yeah, but, I mean, what else has Henry Selleck done? Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, but Nightmare Before Christmas isn't really terrifying. No, but it's creepy and weird. It's creepy and weird, but this is creepier and weirder. That's Neil Gaiman's touch, isn't it? Yeah. Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. <laughs> Neil Gaiman! I'm, I'm, I'm boiling and, you know, lacking in fluids. Now, I really want to, I'm really Spotlight. intrigued as to... I'm um, Fairly, so lacking in fluids. There must have been complaints to the BBFC. For Just this. the BBFC. You don't think the MPAA? Who also well, gave it no pig. one cares about the. No MPAA. one cares about no. uh, the Christian Coraline. groups. Care about BBFC. They edited it down to remove all the strobe lighting. <laughs> they added more Ian McShane for the kids because you know how much they love. Children's film that will uh, that might might scare your kids. Yeah, I'll I don't think it will. Say. I think it's a soft film. What? It's a pretty pussy film. No. Yeah. No, it's fucking terrifying. Is it? It's utterly bewitching. Say the times. Mm. Say the times. This is utterly bewitching. Films aimed at children have their fair share of scary moments and always have. So how does BBFC treat horror aimed at children? I don't. Uh, PG category. It was requested for the PG uh, category. Um, Salmon has noted general air of creepiness or spookiness running through the film. I'll fucking see. Mild threat and scary scenes and one use of mild language, which was, of course, rat crap. <laughs> I did think that. When yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. That's rat crap. Uh, the eeriness starts in the opening credits. Yep. Yes. Hey, button eyes and spindly arms. Many things. children enjoy the excitement of scary. Enjoy the excitement of scary sequences. Like a roller coaster. Classification of love. Say what? Frequency and length and detail of scary scenes as well as horror effects, including music and sound, and whether there's a swift, reassuring outcome. You know, Despite just, the there's not many jump scares in this or anything like that. Right? Yeah, but it's still, quite soft in that sense. It's just this feeling and this look. Yeah. It's a general look plus button eyes. Despite the scariness, the film features a number of mitigating factors, elements which lessen the intensity of the more frightening Fantasy. scenes. Moments of comedy and fun like silly songs, performances by dancing mice and strange behaviour of the neighbours. Yep. Still though, I... That's... I wouldn't show it to a child. Not all parents agreed with the PG classification. Some wrote to the BBFC to complain their children would be scared by the film, some of them to the point of having to leave the cinema. Everyone Pussies. wrote in... <laughs> Everyone... There's a jump scare in the Philosopher's Stone that freaked me out when I first saw oh, it. Oh, yeah. Lo- oh, Philosopher's Stone? The first one. Oh, uh, with the book. I don't remember. I think so, probably. Where she open- he opens the book and the face jumps out. Yes, yeah. that thing. Yeah. I remember when I was 11 and saw that. I was like, ah! Oh, Everyone who wrote in received a reply explaining all the reasons for the PGF- PG classification. For the PGFC's BB yeah. certificate. <laughs> uh, 
It's hard yeah. to do comedy when you're hot, isn't it? Yeah. But I, yeah, I, I mean, I've been I'm saying that for years. Place. I've been like, telling people, I'm, I can't do comedy, I'm just hot. <laughs> Snap. Google, take a selfie. <laughs> um, tell me about the first time you saw Colin. It was a freebie screening. Right. Show film first. All right, okay. Yeah. So have it, you seen all their films at free, previews? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I have. And then I, uh, this was... Uh, Where did you see Box Trolls? At the Odeon. What? Um, same I, cinema as Paranormal, actually. That's really, yeah. Hmm. And the same biscuits as well. I was really excited. Cause really? The biscuits were back. I was like, oh, I haven't had these for two and three years. <laughs> like I make another movie. Then for Kubo, they didn't actually have the biscuits. Yeah. Fucking like. No, this was uh, at Finchley Road. View. Right. Okay. So uh, I went there and watched that, and then watched the in the, in the loop as well because ah. I was out there around the same time. So I caught another screen of in the loop. I'd seen it three times before at that point. Would you recommend watching in the loop without watching the series? Yeah. Yeah. You can. Do you get as much out of it? Uh, you don't get as much out of it because there are a couple of characters. There's what there's one character that comes back. Yeah. Naturally, but it's it's only Malcolm Tucker who's the uh, thing. Every character who's in in the loop. Every actor who's in the, in, the, in, in the loop who is also in the thick of it. Mm. Not playing the same character. Oh. Yeah. yeah that's not in. No, it's good. It's great. Mm. They're playing the same basic characters because they've got a very simple characterization, but they're playing right. different characters. So it's not the same, but it's also really good. Would so. you recommend people uh, can watch David Brent without having seen The Office? I recommend don't watch David Brent, Life on the Road. Obviously, flat out don't. But if you so were going, good. but if no, it's not at all. It if is. you're going to watch it, you don't need to watch The Office because it's only got a couple of references to the fact that you even had that. It's not like the Christmas specials where it's all on The Office because it is The Office. It's yeah, full on Ricky Gervais and egotistical cunt mode. But I think I think if you have seen, have you, so have you seen it in the loop then? No. Oh my god! I, I feel like if you haven't... you uh, you are a, you are a fucking idiot. I, I know you hate swearing. You are an F star star con. <laughs> Oh, Malcolm Tucker's so much fun. Right, okay. And James Gandolfini is so good in that oh, film. I didn't know James Oh, he's brilliant in it. Um, but that's what we're When they have a discussion about, you know, the the, indiv- the uh, relative amount of army they're going to need if they're going to start a war in a child's bedroom using a touch calculator, which is going, ha-ha, whee, as they touch buttons and moves. Oh, it's fucking fantastic. But... With, and of course, Zach Woods is in it. With oh, okay. It's okay. only Zach Woods. But with, um, with David Brenton, I feel <sighs> like... If you hadn't seen the first the the office, the office, you wouldn't go to that film anyway. Not that you wouldn't go, but if you had, if you tr- if you tried to see the David Brent film without having seen the office, you you get okay. This guy's an egotistical narcissist who thinks he's more talented than he actually is. You and wouldn't you wouldn't feel as attached to him. I don't feel attached to him. I've watched all of the Office. I didn't feel attached to him during that film. No, because no, you have to go into it as another ad- adventure. You can't just go into it expecting it to be a fun one. That's not how a film works. You have to go into it, every film with a clean slate, even if it's a sequel. Really? Yeah, you have to watch it going like, well, I know this thing about the character. Because you don't know, suddenly they might decide, well, actually, in this story, we're going to slowly reveal that this character, who you've enjoyed, has been plotting something evil the entire time. It's like, okay, well, now we've got to understand that the uh, protagonist is now an antagonist, which is fascinating when they do that sometimes, very rarely. But you have to just be like, yeah, okay, we're just going to go in a new adventure. So you got to leave as much of your, uh, but like that whole feeling that, that little bit where he he gets on like the bus. I, I I forgot about the I, yeah I've not seen the Incredibles for years before I saw Incredibles two I didn't have oh, time wow. to catch up because okay. of course we did it was a surprise film so yeah. I didn't know so I've still not seen it for years yeah so it's fun to go like oh that thing oh that thing but then feel it in a different way because it's been years and this story was telling it in a different way okay it's like it was the Girl story I love Elastigirl with um the with the. Uh, the David Brent film when he gets onto the Could bus. You stop hitting your arm because like, it's really bad for sound. When he when he gets onto the bus and they kick him off and he just like plays it off like oh, I'll follow him and it's that's, just like yeah that's a fine, that breaks that's... my heart even more because it's like oh it's just like in the show no one loves him yeah but it's just like in the show so it's the same thing it's so they're doing the same thing it's not it's like even, it's even worse when you know yeah okay it's it's more but it's not. You know, it's it's adding a little bit more, but it's not like completely. You have to watch this to get it. No, but I think I think it adds a bit more. Like you said, yeah, but it doesn't add enough more. It's the same feeling still. Well, for me, it's, the, it's, it's not like it's adding. Oh, and also this feeling, which you wouldn't have if you hadn't seen it. Like you know, if you watch Twin Peaks, Fire Walk with me. Right. Okay. So I'm like, oh, I'll get so much more out of it because I know everything that's going on. It's purely just like, oh, it's it's elevating the same feeling. That's completely different to what you're I trying guess. to say. Yeah. 
Yes. Boing. Anyway, if you hadn't read Coraline the book, how would you have felt watching Coraline the movie? <laughs> <laughs> Coraline the film was terrifying. Um, I remember being so bored by it. So really? Yeah, because not much happens. Wait, you saw a preview where the kids in the preview? No. Um, it was a 6.30 screening. Uh, was, okay. was, I think there were a couple of families. It was a very sparsely attended preview yeah. anyway. Because I would be intrigued to go to a family screening. I wouldn't, because I mean I'd have to watch it again. I didn't really want to go and see it again. Really? It's not a favourite. Oh. No. But you own it? Yeah. 3D is great. 3D Blu-ray. 3D is fucking great. Um, I own a lot of films I don't like because the 3D is great. But could you imagine seeing Avatar. this? Avatar. <laughs> um, could you imagine seeing this? Uh, Darkest Hours over there. 3D is great in that. Darkest Hour? Yeah. Emil Hirsch, Russia. Light is the... Gary Oldman. No, no, not that's the Darkest Hour. Uh, Darkest Hour is a Fox sci-fi about a bunch of Americans in Russia where lights, where dark, uh, and they've got these light packs that kill things. It's stupid as fuck. Um, But, uh, yeah, could you imagine going to a press screening like you did with Paranorman and the other two? Box Trolls, which is the best of the bunch, and also Pilgrim the Strings, which is also very, very good, which I'm excited for the director's next film. Could you imagine going to a screening like which is that? Bumblebee. Oh my god! The director um, of Kubo is doing Bumblebee, which means <laughs> Bumblebee might be very good because it's a director who understands emotion, maybe character. Ah, uh, and Hayley uh, Steinfeld is it? But dum 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 bum 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 the Steinfeld thing. What's the deal with Taylor Swift Squad? <laughs> Um, could you imagine going to a press screening with all the little kids running around? Oh, a fat a multimedia, co- not a press. Well, yeah, same it's thing. Diff- no, it's not the same thing. Same thing. It's uh, not the same, same thing. A press screening thing. would be in a small place like you know Soho or Delaney, somewhere like that. But like any a any multimedia any screening. is a packed out cinema where they've got kids hyped up to make it more of an excitement. Or if you're going to see say like I don't know Project X drunk people because they're giving out a lot of shots before the film just... at nine o'clock at night really and stuff like that yeah <laughs> I had just like, come off the raid so I didn't need all that shit how long how, how empty would the screening get by not the very. end of the film do you think I not think very. I think the kids would be running why because button eyes button eyes maybe but they've also got and, rats dancing around yeah and French and Saunders the English and, love French and Saunders but, will, by law we have to needle hands yeah but you also get John Hodgman yeah, but Needlehands... But John Hodgman. He <laughs> doesn't even sing his own song. Oh, no, it's just... John Hodgman won't even, doesn't even get to sing his own song because they might be giants get to sing it instead. I... Like, it was gorgeous and beautifully done and all that, but, like, terrifying. Would you play the game? What's the game? The Coraline game. I was going to ask, is there a game I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure they made a game they of must it. must have been. And I feel like there's only three levels. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember watching this film going, this is a video game. Why am I watching a video yeah. game? As I was watching, that's what disappointed me. Was well, we were... the, I made a joke because there's yeah, there no adventure to it. Mm. I was I was doing uh, Let's Play. Yeah, you were. <laughs> you were get, getting angry on the second mission. That she wasn't right. looking through her inventory pack like she did already. Obviously, you know, if you, did, if you found the first one straight away with that little thing... The rune. The rune. Surely that would be the first thing you did, wouldn't Maybe. it? Maybe. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> it's Coraline But, Jones. like, wouldn't that be your, your first thing no. you do? My first thing is not to go through a tunnel. It's like <laughs> ad nauseum. Nothing works out when you go through a tunnel. Ghost stories. <laughs> I just... I don't know. She was a dumbass. Wow. She She's was. a Jones. <laughs> Joneses aren't inherently dumbasses. Look at Tom. Could be... Clever! <laughs> what with Henry Selleck's friend, Tim Burton? <laughs> and I was rolling like Thunderball. Do you think there could be a sequel to this? What's new, Pussycat? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I thought you'd gone. What's new, oh Pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. Do you think What's new, Pussycat? <laughs> Sorry, someone's put me in the jukebox three times. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> pussycat, pussycat, I love you. Yes, I do. Do you think it's not unusual <laughs> to be loved by anyone? Da, 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 da. Do you think there's a, there could be a sequel to this? Yes. Yeah. 
Core has two it, lines. Has it been the in... doll gets regular human eyes and has to go through to find out why her other mother, <laughs> the normal mother, is giving her normal eyes. She wants to go back to button eyes. That would be interesting. What a creep! See, the antagonist becomes a protagonist. Yeah, it's like a it's like a good sequel. Yeah, right. Yeah, I can do a callback. Um, but it's not a callback. It's a hot day. Now, if you were the antagonist in this, and I have been, how would you have gone about trying to get her to get the button eyes? I think she she. No, I just sneak it in the gravy train. They didn't use that more than once. I was very disappointed that it doesn't come back. (laughs) That's so cool. You got a piano with a a piano playing piano, which is used three times, but the gravy train's only used once. What is this? The wrong trousers. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, I also I, I use Feathers McGraw. He's a good guy. I think she she jumped in too quickly. It was the it was the rule of three. It was the third night when yeah. she jumped in. It's a standard comedy ruling for this horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> you can still do the rule of three and like make it so that you know the first time is the first night. The second time is like a couple of months later where she's. More but it more feels like the it. first time. <laughs> but you know like what I mean? Like a virgin. <laughs> sure. Um, I just, I just, I think, I think it, it, it rushed too, too quickly into it. It's an hour and forty minutes. No. It doesn't rush too quickly into anything. No, it did because it was like you could have at least. You doesn't doesn't. There would have been an easy way to be able to uh, show the passing of time. And now it's been a few months, and she's been doing this regularly. Oh, and she then... says it on the reg. Yeah, she thinks she goes through the whole of the pink palace <laughs> on the reg. Coraline, you're growing older before our very eyes. And once a month, it turns into the red palace. Wow, and YB <laughs> is asking, "Why is he Because he needs an abortion. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> Why is she yeah, stroking I mean, her pussy think... cat? <laughs> what? Pussy oh cat? I think I think it it could have it. <laughs> If it, if it didn't feel too rushed, it would have been perfect. Yeah, but it would also be, what, three hours at that point? No, it couldn't. It wouldn't have to be three hours. Okay, tell me. Okay, act one. Well, no. Act one. Act, act, pitch me. Look, you could have it exactly the same. Wow. Right? Okay, then that's cool. You've just explained what the no. is. <laughs> no. Okay, go but on. But have, when she goes the second time... It's clearly been a few months, and then they're oh, like, so she oh. got stubble. <laughs> her hair's a bit longer. Wow, she doesn't just cut her hair. She's, she starts talking about school. She started going to school at at the other place. Yeah, but the catalogue has to be important as well. The garden catalogue that the parents are writing for some reason. The garden catalogue could still be. But they were going right. to finish off. And what about the Shakespeare Festival? The Shakespeare Festival comes to nothing. Yeah, in the film, yeah. Oh, there's a sign, and there's two people playing outside, and the father looks at them, and they start playing at him. Yeah. I want to see the Shakespeare Festival. I don't yeah. like Shakespeare. I'd want to see the Shakespeare Festival, because I want to see her screaming through, I need the child's eyes! <laughs> as they're doing, you know, Hamlet or something. They could have... And that's for your guy balls! They could have changed the, um, the, the book. Again, the, I'm a punch up machine. The book they were writing. They could have changed the book they were writing. To so call it Coraline. When they moved... No, no. When and they, they, their names together... When they moved... Neil Jones and Gaiman Jones. When they moved, um, they could have been starting on the book. Okay. A new place will start on this book. Catalogue. Catalogue. And then, and then as the months go on, it doesn't feel like you know they're taking so long with this. No, it they're... does feel like they're towards the end of the catalogue by the time they're doing it. Like they're, or they yeah. should knee deep in it. It's like, how yes. long have they been moving in here? They've just shown them moving in. Yes. Why are they already set up doing the word processes and stuff? And they're both doing it. Exactly. Like, yeah. They get the pitch at the start. Yes. Honey, we got the pitch. We're, it's a good job. We're getting into this town real well. Like, if we I can have the boss over for dinner. Did my mama tell me banana? <laughs> no, we're Did not turning this... me button-eyed balls? We're not turning this into... <laughs> well, look, they're, mo- they're new people moving in. At one point, the wallpaper starts up peeling off, and they're talking about decorating it all over again. It's you're, Beetlejuice. You're this is Beetlejuice. changing this film. Coraline I'm is... changing it slightly. Coraline is Beetlejuice, and that's Winona Ryder. <laughs> Don't deny me. Don't deny me. Why be it's basically Beetlejuice? I'm changing this film slightly. And to I'm make saying it remake Beetlejuice no. and call it Coraline. You don't need to remake Beetlejuice. We yeah. already established last week Beetlejuice was free damn good on its own. But it doesn't, doesn't, have, doesn't have button eyes. Tim Burton with button eyes would be just like his that'd be his wet dream. Do you not think that my version would be better than Really? 
I mean, in general, I don't think. I don't Honestly, no. It's improv not, rules. Do you not, yes, and. Do you not believe that my version of Coraline would be better? I don't believe Yes, and. Version. I don't believe any version of Coraline would be better, unless you're talking about the film version of Coraline that you're comparing it to, then yes, obviously. Yes. And I would watch it. Now, please. Animate it right now, in front of me. Animate it? Yeah, get it out and animate it right now. Oh, we've already had two live action versions of it. And then we've got Chapter 2 coming out next year. Do you think that we've technically had two live versions of it at this point? Yeah. Really? Name me both full versions of it. Uh, yeah. We've only got we've got one and a half. <laughs> uh, well, you're, oh, you're, the, you're the one making all right. jokes all the fucking time. I'm just going to tell you, well, you're wrong. <laughs> well, who's the judge of that? Me. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, right, so Coraline is... Um, Pam Norman and Box Trolls but not the fourth one called Kubo and the two at plus zero <laughs> two zero two negative Fuck you. <laughs> Strings. The kids film. Um, Kubo and the two plus zero two, two. negative fuck you strings. Yeah. That's Boy, I'm time. surprised that one didn't do as well in the box office, actually. Um, I'm really excited for Bumblebee, but not me, but you two, but fuck off. Jesus Christ, Michael. Get out of the naming thing. Jesus Christ. They're just making a movie now. Jesus, Michael, stop it. Michael, stop it. Michael, stop it. No, Michael. 3D. What? Order? Do you put these Leica films in? Box trolls, Paranorman, Kubo, Coraline. Right. Okay. I would go. Box trolls. Yay. <laughs> Coraline. Oh. Paranorman equal. I think. Sacrilegious. I might need to give uh, Paranorman another watch. I you don't sure think I've seen amazing. it since the first time we saw it. It's amazing. It's one of the best. I remember absolutely films. loving it, and it made me want to watch more Leica stuff. Mm. Um, so maybe I don't know, but yeah, definitely Coraline, Coraline and um, Paranorman are sort of equal. And at you the moment. put Kubo further down. Oh yeah, God, Kubo. Oh wait, what's that mean? I oh, didn't you... hate Kubo, but I just didn't particularly enjoy it. Oh, I love it. Didn't think it was amazing. Ray Fiennes is great, Matt. I, the, the story just didn't grab me. Rooney Mara was the two creepy sisters. Yeah. No, it was... No, this was more... This was nice. It was Matthew sort of more grounded in reality. Who's your bow? Who's your actual warrior? The other one... It was too historic. <sighs> That's too, too Japanese, you say. You yeah. racist. It's beautiful. That story... Don't blink. Beautiful. You don't want to miss it, anything. They're all yeah. beautiful. The eye. Oh, right. The start when he gets his eye taken. Yeah. Brutal. And then the fights, the gorgeous paper, the organs. I'm not, I'm not denying that they're not oh, gorgeous. The adventure. The, the, and the stories are... Bickering but fascinating but also heartfelt and the reveal the at one, the end. I love that. The one highlight. Highlight? One of one of the biggest highlights for me was um, like the, the song at the end. Blackbird. Um, Regina like Spectre, was it? Yeah. No, not really. Wasn't it? Who was it? Blackbird. Yeah. The Beatles. No, no, but it was a cover. The Beatles. It was a cover. No, also, also in another film recently, an animated film. Hey. You're kidding. What's going on? The Boss Baby. You're kidding. No, it's the family song they sing to. Oh my god. Send my brother, the Nut Boss Baby, Jesus to sleep. Christ. They sing it to me as well, Blackbird. They also they don't sing while my guitar gently weeps. While my guitar gently weeps, that That's was the song. It's the same thing. It's not the same. Ah, it's the same one thing. One of them's George, and one of them's the Beatles. Oh, the Beatles. Have you ever heard of Ringo? Have you ever heard Ringo's solo stuff? I wonder if it's any good. Photograph is the best song by any of the Beatles ever. Really? Bye. Have you never heard Photograph? No. All we need is a photograph and there your lies I'm not coming back anymore. I'll get the cat to sing it for me when I get home. Although, um, George's uh, What Is Life is great. 
Yeah, yeah, I know that tune. He's in uh, the brilliant Away We Go. Ah, Used yes. very well by Sam Mendes, who used a lot of great music in that film. And it's a wonderful film. But Sam Mendes is the best film. The best film we'll ever make if he's going to continue doing shitty films. I'm trying to think. Uh, Sam Mendes, does he do Skyfall? Yeah, he did. Skyfall was fucking amazing. Was to... No, he's not. Yeah, Skyfall and Casino Royale. Sky... Casino Royale was good. Third Act Problems. Skyfall is boring throughout. I know it introduces Ben Wishaw, who, of course, great, and Ray Fiennes, who, of course, great. Yeah. Nah. Nah, nothing. Mm, it's I a nothing film. Sky. What's your favourite Bond film? Tomorrow Never Dies. Oh, yeah, with yeah, yeah. with Coraline's own Terry Hatcher. I always mix up Terry Hatcher with... Who's the woman that plays Terry Bower? I don't actually know. How am I meant to know who that person is? Is she an actress of note? Yeah, I think she is. Really? I feel like you're making that up. She's an actress of note because she was in 24. No, no. That's all you're going to say. She's in 24. <sighs> Terry... Oh, Quinn. You think of Terry O'Quinn? No, Terry Locke. Bauer. You think of John Locke? We're always thinking of John Locke. But Leslie we can't Hope. get back. Leslie Hope. That's not a name I've ever heard before. No? No. I've seen Raising Hope, every episode of Raising Hope. Ups and Downs, Love Streams, Kansas, it takes two. Sound of Love Stream. Love Stream. Well, she's really not been that much. Yes, she's not of note. Crimson Peak. She was in Crimson Peak. Wow. Yeah. That's a boring film. You're a boring film. I would be if I made a film of my life. She was in Star Trek Deep Space Nine. She was in one episode. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, boy. Even my last night for like a full <laughs> character. She just pops in and says... Uh, line of Fire. Human Cargo. H2O. Open Heart. Wait, House. Human Cargo? She was... Yeah. Human Cargo. Okay, fine. Uh, House. The Eleventh Hour. The oh, Darkest Hour. Oscar. CSI Miami. She was in one episode. She was in one episode. Law and Order Criminal Intent. She was in two episodes. Oh, that was a double. Um, maybe it was two separate episodes where she came back. She or maybe she played two different characters. Maybe she's just a New York native. Uh, the River NCIS. Yeah, that's a concrete jungle where dreams are made. Recurring role, six episodes. Wow, on NCIS. Yeah. Six NCI- episodes is one fiftieth of one percent of how many episodes they've made. NCIS, New Orleans. New Orleans. One episode. Yeah. And they... same, playing the same character from NCIS. Good, I'm glad yeah. that very short lived spin off got so much time. Suits, eight episodes. Suits, role. with yeah. our princess. Yeah. <laughs> with Megs. <laughs> Uh, Future Queen Mark Slasher Guilty Party Yeah I love Slasher's Guilty Party She was the main role It's a Canadian Television horror Anthology series Oh jeez Please be scared Yeah Oh sorry if we do scare you But please Enjoy our (laughs) scaling floor gaming Ooga booga Oh no It's not not fine It's not fine It's not racist Just have a lot of syrup And you'll be fine yeah (laughs) What's wrong Do you want to watch some hockey (laughs) Oh my god. I got some poutine on the barbecue. <laughs> it's not racist. Oh, it's very good fine. Time. Good friendly times, yeah. Goodness gracious. Great balls of fire. Sorry. <laughs> I, oh, so I did not mean to finish your sentences, yeah? Are you playing Pokemon? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I got, sorry. I got distracted. What about this? What about this means you should Come play on, Pokemon? There's a wild Eevee. Hold on. It's a wild Eevee. 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 No, the party French. <laughs> Go on, carry on. <laughs> Let me just catch this. Carry on with Kenneth Williams. Ooh. No, no, we're never bringing Kenneth Williams onto the show. You're not going to bring him onto the show, but we're going to watch a couple of carry-ons. No, eventually. we're fucking not. Hey, if, one, if episode 100 <laughs> is going to be what it's going to be, episode 101 to episode 150 is going to be a lot of rank organisation productions. Let me tell you that much. There are 50 of them, I bet. There is a lot of them. Yeah. Some of them they don't all appear in, Carry On Columbus. No, we're not watching. Oh, with Rick Mayo and Martin Clunes. There's a lot of Pokemon in your area. Oh, my Pokemon box is full. Never mind. All right, did your grand ever tell you your Pokemon box is full? <laughs> All the time. Every Saturday night, I go hunting for Pokemon in this area. If you know what I mean. <laughs> I got ex- for a second. I got excited and I was like, "Oh, you do have Pokemon Go? Add me!" But no, you don't. Oh, you want me to add you? If you know what I mean. <laughs> just going to say, you know what I mean, after every sentence. If you know what I mean. 
Would you? So you wouldn't get buttons stitched to your eyes? Why would I do that? I don't like eyeballs, and I don't like. Right, no, 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 no. I asked you during the film, right? Yeah, and you did. And I still no, let me here. let me reiterate. Okay, you found this place, this magical place. Is it the same place as this, or is it my version of this? Basically, the same place as this, but happier. If no, I mean, is it the same place from Coraline? It's in that little miserable town. No, no, no. It's this same house. Oh, absolutely this not. This same town. Is no, same, that's terrible. This same, basically the same world, but when you go through the door to the sub version of the same world, it's yeah. it's nicer. Everything's better. What's better about it? You have your dream job. You. I don't want a job. A dream job means <laughs> you're doing work for someone. Inherently, that's a problem. You're, you're making money. You've got, you know... You... I don't want to make money. I just want to have money. Right, that's the yeah, concept. You've got money. You've got. How do I know I've got money by walking into this world? Oh, I see two TVs. <laughs> All right, Mister Rich. I'm not rich. Fucker. I just God. don't know where to store the other TV at the but moment. Would you not? Would you not get button eyed? No, I if, if they gave you everything you wanted in life. No. Oh, I couldn't see know. anything. Clearly, can't see anything. You can. Those characters don't see anything. How They're do they slaved. not see every, anything? When she, when her buttons get cut off, her eyes. Yeah. Eye socket. Yeah, things she's falling around trying to find her she's true yeah and then when they're on the spider web thing she feels the vibration yeah that's how she knows where she is but she never felt any vibration earlier because there was no spider web yeah, earlier, so she couldn't there? see her both because she, she could see her because she kept turning around going oh Coraline you were here it's like how the fuck would you know she's there she feels it she doesn't stop she clearly she feels, feels it <laughs> She clearly has, like, the, daredevil the kid, sense. The kid's friend of hers, the boy. How does daredevil the, see? The rain. Exactly. Um, <laughs> the rain and, of course, Will Smith's the butter. But obviously they can see with their eyes. It's just magic button eyes. They can't see with their eyes. Obviously they can. They've it's taken just, their fucking eyeballs for the other a, people. It's a moment of pain for a lifetime and of they're, pain. And they're all teddy bears and such. They're dolls. Created by yeah, her. In, in this boring ass world, but in the in the fun world where everything. No, in the fun world, when they get killed, they turn back into dolls again. Do you not notice the rats? That's just a little, little. Aside. Yeah, but the big things are also modelled exactly after the your friends and stuff. So your friends are just dolls. Would you want you? Would you want all your friends to be dolls that they can do Fuck anything? It. If it gives me everything I want in life, yeah. They could be they need a lot of stitching for me. Oh. <laughs> Hold a second. Would you do the mouth thing for me as well as it make me not speak? Yes. I knew it. <laughs> in your world, would you still be in that apartment? Would Ringo be able to talk now? Oh yeah, gotcha. Because so I had would a be... dream about Ringo talking. There's a dream about Ringo talking. And that's talk. my that's my dream. Hello, my dream piece is of love from Ringo your cat now. Talk. Piece of love, piece of love of your cat. Talk. No, in my dream Don't I would be living paintings. in Nashville. Oh, good day. We're in Nashville now. Thomas was excited to be in Nashville. I'm Ringo, your cat. I've done a couple of episodes. Where would you like to live up in London? Me? Liverpool, obviously. My home. My hometown. Andrew Jones. Where I don't know like... Andrew Jones. I'm Ringo Starr. Why have you suddenly turned Welsh? <laughs> because I'm laughing. <laughs> no one must know I'm not secretly from Liverpool. I'm secretly from the Welsh Valleys. But no one must know this. Because I'm an international star. <laughs> Bye. Andrew, if you could live anywhere except the for moon. London, where would you want to live? On the planet? On Earth? Well, this, well the moon's not a planet, is On it? Earth. So it's satellites orbiting. Uh, is the International Space Station available? No, on Earth. <laughs> is, there no, is there no city you'd like to move to? Name me a good city. Nashville. Then no. That's a good city. Then we're shit out of luck. You've never even been to Nashville? Yeah, but I've seen an episode. <laughs> Most of it. You really need to watch Nashville. <laughs> I don't There's ever only want six to watch. seasons. That's not the same good. I keep hearing how bad the sixth season is by people who love the first five. Really? Who, yeah. who, who do you know that watches Nashville? Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap on the Never Not Funny podcast. Really? Yes. I've. I don't know anyone well, other than... You oh, can no, listen no, to the Never Not Party podcast. I've got actually a couple of cousins. At podcast.com. One, one, um, one of my cousins, uh, their wife watches Nashville. Don't do that. Not what I'm talking about. I need to watch the new episode. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. Who do you think you are? Rowan Wilson. Um, Rowan Wilson. You need to watch Nashville. I never want to watch Nashville. 
LA's the obvious goal. Yeah, of course. I'd visit LA. I'd love to have a couple of months. But, all right. You want to go there? Not though. Nashville, now, is it? No, I know people in LA. Ow. I don't know anyone in Nashville. <laughs> He's just hit himself with a face Shut like up. a fan himself. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Look, trying to look oh, cool you, on uh, how, would you, how do you want to look cool on this podcast? Go on. What did you just do? Did you just fight I off a... I on a tuxedo um, and said my name's Bond, James Bond. Oh, you're John Boyega with the Google adverts. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he never says that. <laughs> no, literally he can't. <laughs> he goes, oh my gosh. Oh my not, not God, oh my gosh. Google, call my agent. I think... I think I'll go away to make fans even more angry. Actually, OK Google. Cool. Is, it, is it OK? Yeah. Oh, is, it, is he on the app? OK Google? Yeah. Wow. Isn't it? Yeah. Is that the app that you start dating uh, Scarlett Johansson's voice? <laughs> <laughs> but you can change it to a man immediately, so it's fine. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's trans. <laughs> is that what the film Transcendence is about? Sure. Johnny Depp gets shot and becomes a woman. I'm going to punch myself in the eye. <laughs> I fucking hate women. I'm an evil bastard. And I want to make Titanic in a bathtub. A I'm, great. I'm, going to, I'm going to make Titanic in a bathtub. It's a good idea. <laughs> Sometimes you receive fart bubbles. I'm Johnny Depp. This is my interview. Oh, we're in bad country now. Hmm. Have um, you ever heard my American accent before? It's weird. <laughs> it's very strange. Usually... Usually I sound like this. Speaking of Johnny Depp. Speaking of Johnny Depp. Would we... Oh, ever, Johnny Depp. Would we ever watch... Um, What's the one way... He, he, he rapes a woman. Um, I don't know. <laughs> the one we... He's the, the writer. The Rum Diary? No, the Super other one. Window? No, no. The other, the other one with the uh, same character from the Rum Diary. Oh, Fear and Loathing in yeah. Las Vegas. Fuck no, never no? again. I tried to watch... One, Terry Gilliam is, of course, a, oh, a, a, a black lesbian, so we don't like their <laughs> Two, hey, that film Two, unwatch- that film was unwatchable as it was. After, yeah. I've never Did I tell you I tried to watch a Robin Williams film? And it was a Terry Gilliam, oh. Robin Williams film? Yeah, because we talked about Fisher King. Yeah, and that was and it, I, yeah. Like I said, I was so excited because I thought, oh, wait, it starts off with Jeff Bridges as Howard Stern. I'm excited. Yeah. This sounds oh, yeah, like yeah, a great yeah. idea for a film. And then it becomes Jeff Bridges on Robin Williams' Trash Island. I recently like, who watched, is this film for? I recently watched another Robin Williams film. Oh, uh, Awakening, no, no, no. Awakenings. You ever seen Awakenings? It's not a Robin Williams film. Robin Williams is in it. Alright. <laughs> He's not that cool in, in Awakenings, though, is he? It's a dirty grandpa movie. Oh, God. Number three. It's a cold three. He does Dog wear a bow tie very, very well. I've never seen Awakenings. So it's it's one of those good. ones that's always on. It's like, you know what? This sounds depressing. It's like Patch Adams. It is a bit. I've never seen Patch Adams. I haven't watched because, Patch Adams. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it. No, because Francis, Francis Ford Coppola has directed it. Didn't he? He did. Did he? I swear to God he did. Oh, no, he did Jack. Did he oh, right, yeah, maybe that's the... I don't think he did Patch Adams. I think he was at that point just in director jail. Who did Patch Adams then? Do not pass go. Why doesn't Francis Ford Coppola do anything else recently? Like, oh, because he's in director jail. What's that? He's in a jail where he, yeah, he can't make movies. He can't get films that are financeable. After what Youth Without Youth with uh, Tim Roth, which no one saw, and then Twixt fucked up entirely. Yeah, that's it's crazy, isn't it? Is it crazy? Yeah, because you'd think that um, the guy who made Apocalypse Now, a yeah, very troubled production. That's the thing. You would think that Apocalypse Now and The Godfather. Um, what else has he done? That's like massive. Godfather Part Two. Right. Nothing else? Those are the three key. Right, yeah. But you'd think that having a nose on your poster would be a surefire way to be like, you know, I, I directed two of the best films, two of uh, IMDb's top ten. Right, there's a difference. You know? <laughs> and, like... Yeah, but you know how... You 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 know how the apocalypse now went down. People wouldn't yeah. trust him. It's like giving John Landis a helicopter. Remember when you made me read that up? Oh fuck! What was the film I was going to look up? Uh, Patch Adams. No, was it Patch Adams? Yeah, because oh, we yeah, look yeah. up who directed Patch Adams. Because we got Jack confused with that. Patch Adams. Well, he, you know, for, the thing is, it doesn't matter how good the films are. If they don't make money, no one's really going to care. No, uh, no. Tom Shadiak. Tom Shadiak. Yeah. Jesus Christ. The Nazi Professor. Yep. Bruce Ace Ventura. Then he found God eventually. Really? Yeah. It was after Bruce Almighty he kind of had a meltdown and went very spiritual. 
Mm. It was like, oh, I can't do commerce anymore. I've got to go spiritual. I've gone crazy after Bruce Almighty. <laughs> like, that, that's fair. I mean, most people would, yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, it's still a good film. It not is. Go- not a great film, no. but a very funny film. Better than um, Evan Almighty. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Although, when I went to see Evan Almighty, yeah. opening day, obviously. Obviously. Right. A young, like a seven-year-old boy and his mother walk out of the cinema in front of me and a friend. And I'm just there like, this has been the worst experience I've seen for a long time. What a waste of great talent. Yeah. In front of me, like, that's the best movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I hope that child is dead or has seen a better movie by now. Seven years of his life, so. So, yeah, dead. Surely he right. must have seen Toy Story by then. Is that a better movie than Evan Almighty to a child? God, to yes. a child. That was my go-to. Yeah, but Evan Almighty has like John Goodman 17. as a political rival who is trying to stop the, uh, you know, congressional approval mm-hmm. of what Evan Almighty's doing. And what. So there is a storyline dealing with Evan's, for some reason, political career in that movie. <laughs> That's a whole segment of it. Is that what? No, I came here to watch talking. You know, animals dancing around with Steve Carell as he builds an ark, and you're giving me Jonah Hill as an intern and John Goodman as some sort of Republican bad guy who's trying to put oh, the Republican bad guy. He's trying to put the you know, the kibosh on Evan all you know, saying, "Hey, look, there's a flood coming to wipe all of us out from this place." <laughs> so what the fuck is this film? <laughs> Ed Helms is there at the start as well doing an interview. I feel like that was something. Was Ed Helms in the office at that point? Yeah, I feel like I knew him briefly from that. Like, hey, it's the guy from the office in this as well. Cool. It's a cool cast. Not got a cool plot. Very expensive movie. Failed dramatically. 250? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, don't make comedies that are bad. Mm. Like Coraline. Didn't laugh once. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly feel like I could get... um, Hard. I could have Dakota Fanning. Is that what you're going to say? I could have nightmares. About Dakota Fanning. From the the visionary director of Nightmare Before Christmas. Based on Neil Gaiman's best selling book. Comes this spectacular stop motion animated adventure. Coraline Jones, Dakota Fanning. She the best. Is she the better Fanning? No. No. What's old Fanning been in? I I can never tell the difference. Oh, right. But what else? Like. Give me a film that I can... The Neon Demon. The Neon Demon? No. No, I'm not saying it's a good film. She's very good. Yeah, they're both She's... very good. Though. No, Elle's the better. Elle is infinitely... 20th century women. True. Fucking hell, that performance is... I mean, every performance of that is exemplary. Oh, I love See, opens the deep, uh, secret door and discovers an alternate, better version of her life on the other side. See, why... Obviously, if it's better, you would make a sacrifice. No. You'd make a sacrifice to keep you, it better. Which, or, or, yeah, you'd make a sacrifice to keep it better. As in, you'd go back and you'd find ways to make it better there instead. That doesn't sacrifice your eyes, but maybe sacrifices your day. There's different ways to sacrifice rather than sewing eyeballs and having it so easy. <laughs> I did speech marks if you couldn't see. And you couldn't see. Um, because you've got buttons in your eyes. When the seemingly perfect world turns dangerous and it just turned dangerous too quickly. And her other parents, including her other mother, try to trap her forever. Coraline rescues her resourcefulness, determination and bravery to escape the perilous... (laughs) It's pretty much the cats. She's just doing anything and the cat's like, I'm Keith Davis. Oh, oh, there's a spelling mistake on here. (laughs) Selling this fucking thing. What? (laughs) It says... um, Coraline must use her resourcefulness. Caroline. Coraline. No, you're right. It should be Caroline. <laughs> uh, resourcefulness, determination, and bravery to escape this perilous world and a her family. And a her family. <laughs> and a her family. Yay! Forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about Can it. Can you forget about it? Are you going to be able to sleep tonight knowing that this is on your shelf? No, I'm not going to be asleep tonight because it's too hot. I've got bum fries. You got what? Buttons rice. Oh, right. This is my perfect world. I thought you said you've got bum flies. I was like, what? Oh, yeah, I've got bum flies, man. They are kicking up a stink. But, Johnny, Johnny, (laughs) because this came from your mind, what's a bum fly? I don't know. What is a bum fly? Because it came from your mouth, apparently. (laughs) No, it came from my arse, apparently. What's a bum fly? I don't know. Is it a fly that lives up there? Is it a specific kind of thing? It's Jeff Goldblum. Is it like like one of those red baboons with wings? (laughs) I would like to see Jeff Goldblum as a red baboon with wings. Oh, God. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Um, It's uh, 
Yep, it's it, it's me, Jeff Jeff Goldblum with an ass. <laughs> oh fuck! It's nearly half ten. Sorry, <laughs> we do these late because it's horror. Yes, it is horror. It's fucking terrifying. You are fucking terrifying. Are you mad? You watched Coraline, the first like no, movie? No, not at all. Are you movie mad for Coraline, yeah, the first yeah. like a movie? Yeah, I'm movie mad despite how terrifying it is. Um, and the 3D worth it? Yeah, no, I. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, Andrew, I have an important question to ask you. No, you don't. What Ethan have we got Runt. next week? Ethan Runt on Twitter. What have we got Movie next week, Andrew? Mad on Twitter for you. What have we got next week, Andrew? I wonder. Do you want me to give you a clue? Well, it's the it's the hundredth episode. We don't it's need the hundredth episode. We don't need a clue. How's a clue for this? Um, What's a clue? Sh- don't share it with me. <laughs> okay. I think it'd be best if we left everything unsafe. Read. Alright, but we might be recording from another place. Okay. Maybe look. like Waterloo. If you get lost, just send an SOS. I don't understand this just this 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 streak of jokes you're making. Just be a super trooper and come and watch this film. Oh, we've done super troopers and super troopers. Be too. a super per trooper. Per. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Very bizarre. Are you going to change your name to Fernando? <laughs> you, you seem you seem like you're having I don't know a bit of a firth mouth going on here. It's like firthing at the mouth. If you've got rabies, I think what's going on. <laughs> We're setting this up, so there's no way we can't have another film. Does your nan listen to this? Does what? Does what? your nan listen to this? My show? nan. Yeah. No. Why not? Is, is she cool? Is she down to hang? Does she does she hang out? Does she call people bros, nan? I don't know this one. Bros, nan. Oh, for fuck's sake! That's oh, a good was one. it? Was That's it, a good one. Was it scars hard? <laughs> to to work that one out. I'm sorry Gosh See you next week Andy Don't wait Don't wait Here we go Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network The UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network Produced and edited by Andrew Jones Executive producer George Grimwood To find out more about Podnose's network Go to www.podnose.com